This is Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis, California. Just had to go looking And history came to light Found a hole in my heart Where there used to be a life As the years fall away I'm a haunted man As the years fall away I'm a tortured man As fate hacks away At a yielding bite I know I'll be half dead Till the day I Must mean that live tracks is leaving the station. Good evening, Davis, California. My name is Jim. This is Live Tracks KDRT.org on the global network. 
where they track everything you do. Hmm. Or you can listen over the radio, 95.7 locally. Remain anonymous. Eric Hovey, out of Fort Dodge, Iowa. With the song Half Dead from a 2009 CD release, Recycled Souls. I have a little bit more Eric Hovey as I go through the evening. Recorded up in Humboldt, Iowa. I think the name of the recording studio is something like Big Bunker Studios. They could have called it like Bunker Hill Studios. That would have been good. All right. Well, of course, tonight I'll have this day in Beatles history. Rather historic day, actually. This day in Beatles history. See if you can think about that for a minute and come up with what it might be. What might it be? And also, I've got a little bit of some kind of neat little stories here and there. And right now, I'm going to keep the mood kind of chill for a little bit as the train leaves the station. Hope everybody out there is doing well. First song I'm going to go to tonight are from people who have... Two first names for a name. <laughs> so this is going to be John Mark, J-O-N-M-A-R-K, John Mark, and Johnny Almond, as in the tree. It's from an LP. It came out um, 1978. Other People's rooms interesting thing about this album it was recorded by Al Schmidt in 1978 for AM records and partially mixed by him also I said it's interesting because Al Schmidt went on to be a producer for people like Barbara Streisand and well I, the list is endless. But anyway, so for him to actually be part of the recording process and the mixing process is quite something. So check this tune out, and we'll see where this leads down the road. This is Live Tracks, KDRT. Thank you. 
pardon me, miss. Can you help me with this? I'm looking to try something, maybe to buy something to help me to start my life anew. Thank you for helping, miss. I could look great in this, but if you would bear with me, I could not wear you see something as sunny as this. Style is right enough, the fit is tight enough, the color bright enough. To light up the room But one request for you If I might ask of you Do you have this in blue? Do you have this in Advise me on this. What does one put on when the romance is gone? Nothing feels honest or true. I'm going out tonight. Perhaps there's a chance I might meet the right someone. Style is right enough, the fit is tight enough, the color bright enough to light up the room, but I have one single task for you, if I might ask of you, can you find one in Houston and Stevie Coyle down at the Odd Fellows Hall, 1st of February 2018, song written by Glenn Houston, but he admittedly said he was thinking of the chord progressions and the way that the Gershwin brothers used to write a tune. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you have this in blue? And started out there with a wonderful saxophone playing of uh, Johnny Almond and the guitar playing and singing of John Mark, Mark Almond from 1978, The City. This is KDRT in Davis, California.
The whole world smiles with you When you're laughing When you're laughing The sun comes shining through But when you're crying You bring on the rain So stop that crying Be happy again Keep on smiling Cause when you're smiling The whole world smiles with you When you're smiling When you're smiling The whole world It smiles with you When you're laughing The sun was a common shine in a true But when you're crying You bring on the rain So stop that sign Come on, be happy again Keep on smiling Cause when you're smiling, baby The whole world smiles with you Saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Blue moon You knew just what I was there for You heard me say in a prayer for Someone I really could care for suddenly appeared before me the only one my arms will hold i heard somebody whisper please adore me and when i looked the moon it turned to gold blue moon now i'm no longer alone without a dream in my heart Turn to gold, blue moon. 
Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Blue moon Now I'm no longer alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Frank Sinatra, two songs from the 1961 Capitol release, Swingin' Sessions, and that was When You're Smiling and Blue Moon, Nelson Riddle Orchestra, and started out with The Mavericks, I Think of You from 2017. And the name of that CD is Brand New Day. And this is KDRT. Hope everyone is having a nice day out there. Why not, right? <laughs> May have heard that California just very recently passed a new rule says that by 19 or by 19 by 2035, that car sales are supposed to be all electric here in California. Yeah. Evidently, right now, it's 16% of new car sales. I don't know how they'll handle used cars and all that, how they'll figure that in the equation. I do know that as of May... In 2022 in China, which is evidently the world's biggest car market, electric vehicle sales are so good that in the first four months of this year, the number of plug-in vehicles more than doubled from a year earlier to 1.49 million. And clean energy vehicles accounted for 23% of China's passenger car market. And also a new analysis of trucking in California and New York has shown that 65% of medium-duty and trucks and 49% of heavy-duty trucks are driving short enough routes that they could be replaced with electric models that are on the market currently. Don't have to wait. We'll see where that all goes, right? Stay tuned, as they say. Well, <clears throat> I think uh, it's time to go back to whatever music I've got here. Uh, program note. I think I brought enough music down to go for, for about the first hour or so. And, uh, you know, I can wing it a little bit, but... <clears throat> I noticed the other day over in the conference room where we have the LP library that there was a section that was down on the lower left-hand corner 
And it says, you decide. And I pulled one out and realized that these are the really odd albums. Well, I didn't intend to be going to those this week. But on the way out the door, I thought, you know, things could just go a little bit that direction. So for all my longtime Live Tracks listeners out there, you'll be glad to know that I brought down the dice. So when I read out of music that I had scheduled to play and all the good groovy sets of music and everything that ties together perfectly, I'm going to be going in there and grabbing some random albums. And so, sorry. (laughs) Or not. This is KDRT, Davis, California.
KDRT in Davis. Only pretty as you feel. A Jefferson Airplane from a slightly later, later album of theirs, Bark, came out in 1971, recorded at the Wally Hyder's San Francisco Studios, rather famous venue. A lot of neat history about that place, that and um, Fantasy Records. Followed that up with, yeah, the the first part of the medley, it's the Quitters. And that you would have recognized as being the guitar part for While My Guitar Gently Weeps, a George Harrison tune. 
played quite ably there by Glenn Houston. Beautiful, beautiful arrangement. And finishing up with Hazy Eric Hovey once again, checking in out of Fort Dodge, Iowa, 2009, Recycled Souls, the name of the CD. I think now it's time to go with this day in Beatles history. Sounds like we're cruising through the countryside. Well, this day in Beatles history held quite a bit of history. <laughs> All right. So, 1961, there was a performance at noon by the Beatles at the Cavern Club. And at night, they played on a ship the MV Royal Iris Ferry on the Mersey River. Mersey River ran, well, right to the west of Liverpool proper. And quite a few of songs, well, there was one, I think it was, I forget the name of the guy now or the group, but uh, Ferry Across the Mersey. There you go. That's the same place. That was 1961, so I wonder how they enjoyed playing on a ship. 1963, they were doing a concert at the Queen's Theater in Blackpool, which isn't too far from Liverpool and the Mersey River. 1964, they had a United States gold certification for the single A Hard Day's Night. means they sold about... 500,000 copies, I believe. And 1966, they were at a Seattle, Washington at the Coliseum doing a concert on their North American tour. 1967, in the afternoon, they hopped a train from Houston Station, E-U-S-T-O-N Station, going up to a small town in Bangor, in England um, to check out the Maharishi. And there's an interesting little side story there. John Lennon's wife, Cynthia, she was trying to get on the train and there was this whole mob of people and John was saying, come on, Sin, run, run. Well, she didn't make it onto the train, and she wrote in her memoir after that as she saw the train pulling away, she thought that it was indicative of the way that their relationship was going. She really felt as if she was losing John and the John Lennon that she had known, and this seemed to be a sort of a, a visual, physical, uh, mental punch in the gut, so to speak. She caught the next train, but 
Um, also, at the same time, Brian Epstein did not go with the Beatles up there. He said he would go up the following Monday. As turns out, however, um, I believe it was early in the morning of August 27th, so two days after this, he passed away in his sleep at his flat in London. And then in 1969, in Studio 2, in the control room, from 2.30 to 8 p.m., the crew was editing Maxwell's Silver Hammer and the working title, or the, the song The End. They were doing a little editing, I guess, on the master. And then they copied the entire Abbey Road LP Masters, got it onto one, one source tape, and uh, producer George Martin and the engineer Jeff Emmerich, Phil McDonald, second engineer Alan Parsons. The reason I mention all this is that the copy of the Abbey Road LP Masters was taken by Jeff Emmerich, who took them to Malcolm Davies at Apple Records to cut the master disc. And that, dear listeners, was the end of sessions for Abbey Road, which meant that was the end of the Beatles recording. I know. August 25th, 1969. And actually, I don't think they were there that day, hardly. It was just uh, engineers and stuff up in the production room. Wow. Big day. It's KDRT in Davis, California.
Uh, this next song was one that uh, Dylan won a Grammy on. Uh, but uh, my suspicion is most of you haven't heard this song. Anybody heard of Cold Irons Bound? Yeah. This is kind of a, kind of a raucous one, but uh, I hope you all like it. Never. 
Hey, thank you. That was Kurt Rogley on vocals, and I don't know, but could very well have been him on the nice electric guitar. That was from a tribute to Bob Dylan. And the Bob Dylan tune, Cold Irons, it's either Iron or Irons Bound. And this is KDRT LP in Davis, California, 95.7 on your FM dial, kdrt.org for the rest of the world. That puts us right about 9 o'clock. I think this from the Associated Press just a couple days ago down in San Luis Obispo. The San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office received a 911 call Saturday night, last Saturday. The call disconnected and dispatchers tried to call and text back, but there was no response. So deputies were sent to investigate. The address turned out to be the zoo to you near Paso Robles, but the deputies found that no one there made the call. They finally deduced that a capuchin monkey named Rout had apparently picked up the zoo's cell phone, which was in a golf cart used to move about the property. Quote, we're told capuchin monkeys are very inquisitive and will grab anything and everything and just start pushing buttons. Sometimes I think maybe I could, I could probably go with a capuchin monkey down here. Just press some buttons and see if I can keep up. <laughs> All right, well, okay. So I've got... <laughs> I've got this music that I'm going to be playing or whatever it might turn out to be um, I'm going to start out with a CD that recently arrived down here and well honestly I thought listening to some of the songs that it might work better when I really had my tongue firmly planted in my cheek supposed to be songs from 1970 but well you decide and that sort of is the theme <laughs> for the rest of live tracks
the Jungle Book knows a ricky ticky tabbies a mongoose who kills snakes. When I was a young man, I was led to believe there were organizations for killing my snakes for me. I.e. the church, I.e. the government, I.e. school. But when I got a older, I learned how to kill them myself.
You're listening to Michel Legrand and his orchestra with the song I Love Paris. A Columbia release. Remastered, evidently. The liner notes say, Soon after its release in the United States, Michel Legrand's original recording of I Love Paris became a model for scores of instrumental recordings celebrating not only the City of Light, but nearly every other continental capital. Evidently, it went on to be number one. According to this, is one of the best-selling instrumental albums in record history. I think this came out sometime in the late 50s, possibly early 60s. They're making a big deal out of how it's now in luscious stereo. Michel Legrand and his orchestra, I Love Paris. Well, I get the next one queued up. You're hearing in the background... The Hollywood Bowl Symphony Orchestra, conducted by John Barnett. Part of the Starlight Encores series. Next one queued up here. The Magic Dice Have Spoken. I came up with a bunch of sixes. So I think what that really means is just put the needle down wherever it is you want. It looks as if there's no track separations. So just kind of go ahead and drop the needle wherever. This is the German Army Chorus and Brass Band in full frequency range stereophonic sound. Soldiers Chorus of the Training Battalion and the Officers Training School Number 2 in Hamburg, the 6th Music Corps of the German Federal Army, conducted by Captain Gerhard Schultz.
a sign of how time heals all wounds, this came out probably no later than about 10 or 15 years after the end of World War II. And so, um, yeah, by then, I guess the uh, English and the rest of the world, whatever, were, were back on good terms with the Germans. Just shows you have to beware who you elect to be in charge of your country. So here's the German Army Chorus Band. Let's check it out. Well, with the German Army Chorus singing in the background, this might be a good time to mention that the people in Venice are very concerned about tourists. They, they tolerate them, but description of long-suffering uh, fits in there. And this is from the Associated Press. August 17th, out of Milan. 
two foreign tourists who sped down Venice's Grand Canal on motorized surfboards have been heavily fined and the boards have been confiscated. The mayor's office said in a statement that the two were fined in U.S. dollars be $1,530 each over the incident, and the city's attorney is preparing further action against them for damaging the city's image. Mayor Luigi Brugnaro posted a video on social media showing a pair of surfers heading down the famed waterway as the sun rose in the distance. Now, the mayor asked for help in apprehending what he called two, quote, two overbearing imbeciles who are making a mockery of the city. And then he promised dinner for anyone who identified the two individuals. Venice evidently has a long list of rules governing the behavior of visitors. The city fined two German travelers $1,000 in 2019 for making coffee on the 430-year-old Rialto Bridge. Visitors are also prohibited from swimming in the canals and from eating on the steps of monuments. And if you do that, you're going to face a fine. And so now, beginning next year, day trippers will have to pay a visitor's tax to help offset the elevated costs of providing services in the Canal City. Surfing with a motorized surfboard down the canal is right out in Venice. Yeah, it seems like it's good a place city to end that. All right, I think you get the idea. They sound very hearty and hale and hearty, yes. So coming up now. just don't make things like this anymore. So this is from Electra Records. Original music composed and arranged and conducted by uh, Mort hmm, Carson, I'm going to say. And uh, words by Jacques Wilson. The reason I read that is they make a big deal here out of saying Mort Carson is a Cancer and Jacques Wilson is a Leo because this is the Zodiac Cosmic Sounds. That's right. It says it must be played in the dark. I've got my lava lamp. The sun's gone down. I'm turning out the lamp and the magic dice dictated which track to play, and sure enough, I think that this is where we're headed into, the next sign we're headed into. Sarah would know. Give me a call, Sarah, if I'm correct. But this is Virgo, the Perpetual Perfectionist, from Electra Records. Five o'clock doesn't end the workday. Virgo's nimble watchmaker mind ticks on.
478.5 is the wavelength of blue. Corundum is the reason for sapphire. Virgo, earthbound builder of planes, landlocked draftsman of ships. Mercury's mini-eyed measurer explores an atom with room to spare, can survive within a fraction. circle is perfect, but the world isn't round. Virgo can prove it. Just getting into it. Let me say, maybe we'll go back for another one here pretty soon. I think they're on to something. Next time I bring down my, my uh, astrology album, I'm definitely queuing this guy up on the other one, the other turntable. Well, the dice have not been kind to us. So while I mull over whether or not I really want to go down this road, how about... <laughs> yeah, CD player says, okay, I'll play this one. You know, you don't have to keep listening. <laughs> I just have to fill up another 33 minutes. I've got a couple songs that I'll end with, more or less. Looking to see here if I have anything else that I want to read. I've got something here. This is actually, I was going to save this for Halloween, but <laughs> it kind of is trick-or-treat anyway, right? Yeah, so 
this came across the AP wire in, in uh, end of May. This is out of Burrowville, Rhode Island. Okay, so, gosh, I feel like I ought to have some of that music in the background. I'll just randomly put on some. Gemini. Okay. Mercury <laughs> the Rhode Island farmhouse that inspired the 2013 horror movie The Conjuring. I never saw it. Has been sold to a Boston developer who plans to keep it open to the public. The 18th century home in Burrowville sold for $1.525 million on Thursday. Thursday the whatever in the end of May. Far higher than the $1.2 million asking price. This purchase is personal for me, said the buyer Jacqueline Nunez, owner of Wander Group, LLC. It's not a real estate development. It's around my own beliefs, said Jacqueline Nunez, owner of Wonder Group, LLC. <laughs> Nunez and the couple who sold the home, Corey and Jennifer Heinzen, jointly announced the sale on Facebook. Nunez plans to continue the paranormal business the Heinzens started. Guests will be able to continue the nightly paranormal investigations. Day tours will resume, and there will be live-streamed events. It's not a real estate development. It's around my own beliefs, says Jacqueline Nunez, owner of Wonder Group, LLC. <clears throat> the movie wasn't filmed at the home, but was based on the experiences of a family that lived there in the 1970s. Nunez said she's not afraid of the house. I don't believe the energy here is malevolent. Things will happen here that will startle me, but not harm me. I look forward to experiencing things. Which evidently got her on the Associated Press. The lunar Sobbing in the dark when the moon shrinks. Cancer's feeling hands, they come alive.
the test pressings. On Love Grows, most people around back then. You might have liked the song, but might very well have danced a jig to it. The changing of sunlight to moonlight reflections of my life. My headphones got tangled up in the arm of the chair, and I had to, well, anyway. So I've decided that I just really can't go down this road too much further. I'm staring at the cover of Morton Gould and his orchestra, Coffee Time. It's kind of a cool card table. Folding chairs, something again from the 50s. Yeah, but anyway, <clears throat> the stuff they were going to do, I, I just can't take it. Um, so <laughs> we've got a choice between Frankie Yankovic and his Yank's Greatest Hits or Liberace, my most requested. Highly recommend going and getting another cool recreational beverage of choice. So this means that what I'm about ready to play can't be any worse. I don't think. <laughs> How many of you ever used to watch The Partridge Family? Well... You'll be glad to know people are still covering those songs. I'm sleeping in right in the middle of a good dream When all at once I wake up from something that keeps knocking at my brain Before I go insane I bring my pillow to my head And spring up in my bed screaming out the words I dread I think I love you This morning I woke up with this feeling I didn't know how to deal with And so I just decided to myself I'd hide it to myself And never talk about it And then I go and shout it When you walk into the room I think I love you I think I love you So what am I so afraid of? I'm afraid that I'm not sure of A love there is no cure for I think I love you Isn't that what life is made of? So much to think about
happy And if you say, hey, go away, I will But I think better still, I'd better stay around and love you Do you think I have a case? Let me ask you to your face Do you think you love me? I can't do that. One thing I noticed about these, those songs originally when they were done, there was a certain amount of emotion to them, things like that. And I don't know if it's just me, but um, I'm not feeling that. Uh, the song that's on right now, Lola, I did listen to a little bit of it. I thought, okay, let's see how they do that song. Um, and it just comes across cold, you know? Well... You don't know, because I lowered the fader. You know, that just sounds like, to, you know, do, to do, to do, to do. There's no emotion there. What do you want, right? Okay. As if I should be surprised. No names. I will not. I'm not even sure these people use their real names. I'm not. Okay, so the live tracks countdown to the end of the show is uh, 20, let's see, 40, 50, oh, only 18 minutes. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and send in, uh, I don't know, a couple of K-Dirt uh, greeting cards or something like that, and, and, you know, maybe I'll send a little patch out to people that actually finish listening to this show. We can all be part of a club. Been on the air quite a while now, and I can honestly say this is one of my worst shows. In a way, it could actually be one of my best <laughs> in a different way. And there's a very good chance that no one's listening, which is fine, too. Um, program note, I will say... Because after this show gets done replaying Saturday and on Monday, you won't hear it again. But, um, okay, so this is show number 665. And uh, anyone who's into the numerology thing or whatever it is, um, 666 is 
you know, it's kind of like the number 13 in a way. It's associated with, you know, weird Twilight Zone stuff. Well, I've seen this coming for a long time. So I thought, well, you know, what am I going to do for show number 666? So I've had some thoughts on that. But I think this is an indication right now I should probably take a little time off. So I'll be gone the next couple of weeks. And when I come back, I will do show number 666. And I'll see how that works. Yeah. Kind of excited about it in a strange kind of way. As we roll on into our 18th anniversary for KDRT going on the air, which was September 24th in 2004. So, yeah. But until then, <laughs> and until 16 minutes and 22 seconds from now, let's have a little bit of Weird Al Yankovic and Beer Barrel Polka. Phil Hill, another hard luck man in today's race. Uh, can you tell us what happened to you, Phil? Um, from about the fifth lap on, I began to smell this odor, and I thought it was that big fire over there. 
<laughs> I, I really did, to tell you the truth. And it was quite, it got stronger and stronger and stronger. And finally, after about five more laps, it began to, the clutch began to slip a little bit. And it got progressively worse. And then, uh, uh, then I stopped at the pits. And it was just too late. I mean, uh, the thing had, uh, the clutch was uh, gone. Yeah. Could anything have been done about it if you hadn't been for the fire? Well, if I hadn't known, if I had known what, I, I think it was just oil somehow got on the clutch. I don't know why, but I think it was destined to go. Even even with proper clearance, it would have the clutch would have uh, burned itself up anyhow. You understand? Yeah. I would have been able to finish, possibly, had I realized exactly what was happening in time, but it would have been way back because I would had to be very careful to keep it from slipping, you understand? It's turning out to be a pretty tough race on cars. Yeah. Moss went off on the S's over there, you know. Yeah, do you think that, do you think that Tony can make it up on Bravo? I don't see that.
right, that was the Mavericks. Ride with me from their brand new day CD. This is live tracks down here at KDRT in Davis, California, where we have approximately nine minutes to go and one song to do it in. I'm scared to press start on any of the turntables. So, did I mention, or I think I mentioned it in one of my previous shows, but this will fit right in. This is from the weird history category. During a 1720 financial crisis, the British Parliament debated a resolution for bankers to be sown in sacks with snakes and dumped in the Thames River. And there's an illustration here that goes with it. Some very well-dressed, solemn-looking people earnestly debating the topic. <laughs> here we go. Here's another one that I might even read it again for Halloween anyway, because I doubt if anybody is still listening to this. By the way, I'm thinking something that would be like show number 665, Patches. So anybody that wants to request a show number 665 patch, get a hold of me at jim at davismedia.org. That's the only way I'm going to get in contact with you is jim at davismedia.org. See if anybody actually signs up for that. I'm thinking something that could be sewn onto a favorite pair of blue jeans or a jacket, maybe some kind of jeans jacket you've got, you know. So this little story here, whether it's true or not, doesn't really matter. Might be. Somebody wrote in, so this still baffles me, but when I was a kid, we had moved into a new house, and while the realtor was showing us around the house, I saw a lady sitting at a white dresser in a pink room, and she even waved at me. But when I asked my mom who that was, she just brushed me off because she was trying to listen to the realtor. The weird thing is that there were no rooms painted pink in the house, and my family just played it off despite me being adamant of what I saw. Anyway, fast forward a few years, and I'm in high school at this point, and we start renovating the house, and while stripping the wallpaper in the master bedroom, we found out it was painted pink at some point. It still low-key freaks me out. Well, yeah. I could see that. Let's see. I'm going to take this right on up. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I apologize. Whatever. I mean, you know, today's <laughs> California Public Radio Day. You're here. Support public radio. <laughs> oh, God. Do I go with any more Frank Yankovic doing polka songs on an accordion? Or do I just sit in silence for the start time.
Well, I can't do that. All right. So, Rod, if you're out there tuning in, I hope you enjoyed your cool recreational beverages of choice. There's skid marks through the guardrails right down into the ditch. Like I said, I'm going to take a couple weeks off here, I think, and <laughs> think this over before I come back and do show number 666. I wish everybody out there joy and peace, prosperity, happiness. This has been Live Tracks on KDRT, Davis, California. Peace.